Hello, it's David here, and thanks for listening to The Leader. We love it when people get in touch, so use the hashtag The Leader Podcast on social media. We read them all. And subscribe, too. Just hit the button on your podcast provider. Now, from the Evening Standard in London, this is The Leader. Hi, I'm David Marsland. Operation Moonshot. Can Boris Johnson really pull it off? The whole moonshoot thing is making people feel like maybe maybe the moon is offering the closest testing facilities. <laughs> We're going to have to be getting on a spaceship, a sort of Richard Branson spaceship to go and get your COVID test. Aisha Hazarika doubts the Prime Minister's plans will ever become reality. And Lord Bethel, the health minister, he's been speaking in the laws and he said where they need to, to act is in their social life in pubs, clubs and bedrooms, which is interesting. Deputy political editor Nicholas Cecil, as students are warned to stay out of the bedroom during Freshers' Week. Taken from the Evening Standard's editorial column, this is The Leader. For the whole thing, pick up the newspaper or head to standard.co.uk slash comment. In a moment, is Boris Johnson's moonshot just a fantasy? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. There's a really lovely moment early in the movie It's a Wonderful Life where Jimmy Stewart's George Bailey, still a college student and full of young hope and exuberance, tells Donna Reed's Mary Hatch if she wants the moon, he'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. I'll give you the moon, he promises. A few scenes later, he's standing in despair on a bridge. Lucky there's a trainee angel there to help him. Boris Johnson, rarely short of exuberance himself, is also shooting for the moon, a multi-billion pound testing programme that'll tell people if they've got coronavirus that day. But experts say the tech doesn't exist. Meanwhile, if you're young and in love like George and Mary, don't go in the bedroom. Health Minister Lord Bethel's warning students to keep their hands to themselves during Freshers' Week, which, in terms of realism, brings us back to the fantasy Christmas world of It's a Wonderful Life. Every time a bell rings, the movie claims an angel gets its wings. The only bell our editorial columns ringing is one of alarm. There will be no miracles here. One of the good qualities of Boris Johnson as a Prime Minister is that he's an optimist who likes to lift spirits. That's admirable and in some situations can be what's needed. 
But with the country still in the grip of the continuing coronavirus pandemic, it's vital too that this boosterish spirit doesn't tip over into a lack of realism. That, of course, is the fear with the Prime Minister's latest pronouncements. Instead of conjuring up mirage solutions, it would be far better for the government to communicate clearly and honestly with the people of this country about the reality that we're going to have to live with the virus for the foreseeable future. That's the best way to achieve a balanced way forward that the public can tolerate, and the message from now on must be one of realism. Well, our columnist and Londoner diary editor Aisha Hazarika is here. Aisha, the Moonshot Project sounds great, but is it all just fantasy? It, I have to say, it does, it does feel that way. I think the problem that the government has got is that nobody would deny how difficult a situation this is. And of course, the freeze um, of our times, you know, unprecedented circumstances. And of course, COVID is this evolving, slippery, you know, difficult thing. But I think the conflict in messaging is, is, is so key because on the one hand, the government is, you know, understandably trying to get people back into workplaces because of the um, economy, completely get that argument. But then at the same time, when when they're saying, look, offices and everything is completely safe, you have the cases spiking, you're saying no more than six people can gather, households of six can only really gather, yet you're saying people can come into offices of, of many, many, many groups of people. How do people get into those offices? Well, the most part have to use public transport. You know, I have been using public transport in the last couple of weeks more and more and it is getting busier. And I'm afraid there's a lot of people not wearing masks in a confined space. There isn't a huge amount of enforcement going on. So it's just very, very, um, it's very confusing. And I think, you know, this new moonshoot project, <laughs> which kind of sounds like a sort of kid's drink, doesn't it? It sounds like a sort of, <laughs> or it sounds like a mocktail, like moonshoot. I mean, just whoever thought of the comms around that, because again, Nobody is saying that this is easy, but testing has really dogged this government and, and the, the kind of the sort of constant disappointments on failure are enlarged and amplified because these unrealistic targets are set and then, and then there, there's a problem with them. Um, and of course, this week, you know, the, what, what is being played out is that the, the health secretary, Matt Hancock's own words from, from not that long ago saying, you know, if you're in any doubt, go and get a test, just go and get a test. We need to get as many people tested as possible. And now there's a sort of an inference that everything's collapsed because too many people were, were going to get, get a test. And, um, you know, the whole moon shoot thing is making people feel like maybe maybe the moon is offering the closest testing facilities. <laughs> because you're hearing of people being told to go to like Inverness to get a test. <laughs> you're going to have to be getting on a spaceship, a sort of Richard Branson spaceship to go and get your COVID test. They'd be like, we're really sorry. It's, we, the test got lost in the galaxy. It is somewhere. Just all these swabs just floating around the galaxy. Do you feel like people are responding to Boris Johnson's optimism? Or are we at a point now where people just want to know what the reality 
of the situation is i think it's the the latter everybody wants some optimism everybody wants to get back to some semblance of normality and you know i think people have really enjoyed the the summer um you know being able to get out and about more socialize see their friends and and family you know start to kind of resume you know their sort of social existence so you know everybody is on the side of of the prime minister like everybody wants him to succeed and we all want to sort of resume our lives you know there is a real concern about what's coming down the the track and i think the government just have to be really honest with with each other with us and i think this is probably a time i thought it was interesting watching the the prime minister back doing the the press conferences with the um, the the medical officers. If I were the government right now, I would cut the spin. I would cut the the sort of politics of it, and I would really let the the scientists sort of have centre stage, and because that's really what I think the public need to hear. They they actually need they don't need any bluster from from anyone in politics. To be honest. They don't need to hear from a partisan side. We, we just need to know the kind of raw facts about what we're facing and what we need to do. Next. Well, certainly the NUS is very critical of the government. Their vice president for higher education said this morning, the government is seeking to scapegoat students to distract us from its own failure of leadership. Nicholas Cecil, why students are being warned not to get fresh during Freshers Week. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Speaking of shots, there may be quite a few of them taken during Freshers' Week. I always liked mine with lime. I was never a fan of the lemon and salt thing. The new rule of six social restriction rules don't apply to pubs, so that's fine. But beware any amorous glances across the bar. As we mentioned, Health Minister Lord Bethel wants undergrads to take responsibility and not spread coronavirus, including in the bedroom. Our Deputy Political Editor Nicholas Cecil's here. Nick, a lot of things happen in Freshers' Week. It's not really known for young people taking responsibility, is it? It's going to be hard to get that message across. Well, certainly Lord Bethel, the Health Minister, is trying to do that just weeks um, or or, or days in some cases for universities which are due to reopen. Um, And he's been speaking in the laws and he's been praising universities for the actions they're taking to make their campuses COVID secure. But he's also pointing out that students also have to take responsibility themselves. And he said that uh, certainly 
some of the effect where they need to, to, to act is in their social life in pubs, clubs and bedrooms, which is interesting. Why he mentioned bedrooms rather than rooms simply um, is not quite clear. But this has caused a bit, bit of a, a stir. Yeah, I'd imagine it's probably raised a few eyebrows. But there is a, a serious reasoning behind it, isn't there? Yes, well, the, the country as a whole needs to re-engage in social distancing to stop the number of coronavirus cases going up in increasing numbers this autumn and winter, which if they, if, if they carry on on the trend they're doing, it will be a very grim uh, next few months. So ministers trying to get the, the, the public to re-engage, and in particular young people, because the cases of coronavirus are rising particularly sharply among 17 to 18-year-olds, 19 to 21 year olds and and people in their 20s and of course freshers week itself is part of this big crunch time isn't it we've got the universities and colleges going back the schools going back people going back to offices and that's really why people are so worried right now isn't it yes certainly scientists are warning that the, the, the cases that we've seen rise so far that hasn't really taken into effect um, the reopening of schools. They're expecting cases to rise even further. And I'll, I'll warning that with universities going back as well, it may mean that other new measures may have to be brought in to basically to counteract that. So there could be more, more social distancing measures brought in basically to, to stop COVID spreading uh, exponentially. But I wonder how students themselves are reacting to this because if it might feel like there's a lot of responsibility being pushed onto them well certainly the nus um is very critical of the government their uh, vice president for higher education hillary gieber ababio um, she said this morning the government is seeking to scapegoat students to distract us from its own failure of leadership and certainly there's a feeling that the government keeps on making very, very big promises and it isn't actually delivering what it says it will. The latest controversy is to deliver 10 million tests a day for COVID. Um, th- this is hugely ambitious and it, it, it may be a, a massive breakthrough for British science. But at the same time, if you look at the latest figures for the current test and trace system, they show that just 69.2% of close contacts were being f- being reached which is way below what, what, what is needed for the system to, to operate properly. And that's The Leader. You can keep up with all the latest COVID-19 developments with the Evening Standards live blog, which you'll find at standard.co.uk. And we also have morning briefings available at 7am through your smart speaker. Just ask for the news from The Evening Standard. This podcast is back tomorrow at 4pm. <laughs>